0: Welcome to Kingdom Talks, where we engage leaders, teachers, creative artists, and everyday people in conversations that awaken listeners to new revelations of the Kingdom Age. All of our courses, community conversations, partnership links, and much more can be found on our website, KingdomTalksMedia.com. Now, enjoy the show.
1: Welcome everybody to Kingdom Talks. We've got two special guests today. We've got Helena Cavan from the UK and John Tussie from Hawaii who are joining us through the video, but will soon be joining us in Sacramento for a conference that we're going to be doing there. So we're excited about it because it's the frequencies of freedom, which honestly we need to do a lot of talking about. We need to get this word out because Freedom, I think, is a big part of what we're stepping into in the next stage. So, Helena, John, thank you both for being on here. Uh, what's on your heart right now? What are you excited about? What's going on? Either one of you.
2: John, you go first.
3: <laughs> okay. Well, you know, I'm just, I'm just really excited with, you know, how God is just continually revealing new things. And, yeah. uh, but I'm, I'm most excited about just continuing to grow in the experience of his love, his presence and uh his wisdom and knowledge and understanding. Uh there there is just so much happening. Um it's a very exciting time to be alive.
1: Yeah. 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 Amen to that. That's for sure. <laughs> Helena
2: Yeah, well, I'm just really, really excited because God is revealing himself more and more to his people as they are hungrier and hungrier to step in and to be brave, you know, to be brave to step under the blood, be covered by the blood. And I think that sometimes people are afraid of stepping into his presence because they don't know what's gonna happen. And I'm just seeing more and more people take courage and say, okay, I'm all in and yeah. stepping in. And then getting, getting the reward, shall we say, of their of their choice, of their courage to step in and get closer, because he's a good dad and he likes to give good gifts, good gifts to his kids. And so it's really fun to see the good gifts that are pouring on the earth in the natural and in the supernatural right now.
4: It's so good, and we so enjoyed last year having you out for the Libusters conference. And I know some people were asking like, is, is this gonna be the same?
2: Yes, I think it will be the same in the sense that the presence of God will be there and stuff will happen. So yes. Because his presence is our present and um, I have no doubt at all that he will be there. So wherever he is, hang on to your seat, put your seatbelt on, we're going for a ride. So yes, it will be, um, be di- kind of maybe a bit different teaching, you know, so we'll still be talking around the kind of thing, but it, I'll take a different slant, stuff has happened. Um, but the format will be similar in the sense that I will be lie busting someone in front of everybody, so everybody can watch a live lie bust. Um, we hope that as many as possible will be able to be lie busted. We've got a certain slot for that, and then um, and then we'll have a time for testimonies, like we did last year, and that was very powerful. You know, just it was yeah. crazy what God did in the conference—signs, miracles, and wonders. It was wonderful. So. Um, yes, I think the answer is yes, but you know, God, he's not in a box. So it's always going to be a bit variations right. on a theme, shall I say?
4: Right. <laughs> yes. right. And we, we really want to, want to encourage people to sign up quickly because only a certain number are going to be able to receive a free live bus. That's right. That's right. Yes.
1: So what is it? Is it the first 25? 25. There we go. 25. Is it the first yes. 25? Yes. So the first 25 that sign up will have the option of getting a free live bus. So that should be some encouragement to get people to uh, sign up and we'll have the links when this airs, we'll have the links available. So look in the notes, look in the comments and uh, click the link and get signed up right away. We have plenty of room at this conference because we're doing it at the Lord's Church in Sacramento, which is a a blessing. Um, It's a, a large venue, so we don't have any problems with space, but again, uh, if you want the free LIBUS, make sure you sign up with uh, the first 25. And I think we, we're, getting, we're, we're getting there, so definitely want to get signed up quickly. Um,
2: Absolutely. Don't want to miss it.
1: So, John, um, now we've got the LIBUSTER angle that we're coming in with, and then we've got the frequency angle that we're coming in with. So, you know, the LIBUSTERS brings freedom, so that's why we have frequencies of freedom. Uh, what, are you, what are you going to be sharing at the conference Do you think people need to be there for?
3: Well, I'm going to be sharing quite a few things. Uh, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to start out sharing my journey. Uh, That's, that's what I always start out with, especially uh, with a group of people where I have never spoken before.
4: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
3: And uh, my journey includes being mentored by a man named David Mm Vancouvering, who at one season was very popular, especially in certain circles. Uh, it was quite an honor and a privilege to be mentored by him and, and also to be given use of a technology that's no longer available to the public and under copyright and I don't, you know, I just don't share it with anyone. He, that's what he told me, don't share it with anyone. So, but anyway, I've been recording with Frequencies of the Periodic Table of Elements for nine years now, this month, nine years. And the anniversary of the first CD will be coming up at the end of this month, but... I'm going to be sharing um, a smorgasbord of information about frequencies. That's the best way I can put it. And I'm not going to say too much about it because I want the listeners to come and uh, be surprised and um, I believe you'll be delighted in what you learn. And I believe you'll, you'll be able to take a hold of it and it'll, it'll be something that you can grab a hold of, and uh, and have. This concept of frequencies is growing and growing. Yeah, it is. Um, you know, I I've been in contact with someone recently that uh, she uses voice samples to determine through a computer program uh, a very deep and detailed list of things about that person's body. And it's just, um, it is amazing. And she has used frequencies for years. I believe she's the one that had a child with low IQ, uh, a lower IQ than they should have had come up to being normal by being Hmm. exposed Hmm. to tones coming from this uh, low frequency tone box. So trust me, there's a lot to share. Well, uh, I want you folks to come, and I don't want anything to hold you back. You're in California. Take the drive that's worth the drive. Yeah, come on up to Sacramento and join us.
1: Now, one of the things that
3: amazing is
2: you're flying from Hawaii and I'm flying from England. So, like, we are flying a long
3: way (laughs) for this conference. (laughs)
1: Yes. Yes. That's yeah, right. That's right. So, and Adine and I are flying in from Colorado Springs. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, we're all flying into Sacramento to do this conference, to, to converge in that one spot, which actually is a key place. And when you think about the frequencies that come out of Sacramento, the frequencies that come out of Sacramento and the lies that come out of Sacramento, Sacramento needs to be lie busted. It needs the frequencies of love and freedom to be coming in there. So... Um, If you have a heart for Sacramento, if you have a heart for California, I mean, this is pretty powerful. And the thing is that stuff that people are going to learn here. So whether you're from California or not, whether you're jumping in here on this, um, you know, there's going to be things here that you'll learn that you'll be able to apply to whatever region you're in. And I love the fact that, you know, you're talking about frequencies that we can hear, John, for the most part, you're talking about frequencies that we can hear and that resonate with our body that kind of open things up and, and and so forth. But, you know, and Dean and I are going to be also sharing, and it'll be a little bit more on the frequencies of the spiritual realm. And uh, when I'm saying that, I'm talking about, you know, when someone walks into the room and they're, they're ticked and they're angry, everybody knows it. Everybody feels it. Everybody senses yep. it. And it's the same when somebody walks in and they just got the greatest news in the world. You feel it and you sense it. It's like, what's going on? What happened? You know, these things happen for a reason, and we've all been in situations. And the more you know, acute we become, you know, or we get, we become more aware of um, the, the the frequencies that we're operating in. You start to realize when you shift things, you're shifting the atmosphere around you. And yes. we all need to become aware of that. Break off the lies that we've been operating in. I use frequency music when I do my quiet time meditation time. And it helps enter into that place where you know the frequencies. I believe, John, you guys can. You know, and Helena, a lot of people don't know that you're a composer. You know, and you've got your degree uh, in—is it music or what do you call it? What's your degree in?
2: It's music composition. Okay, so
1: both of you have have a very strong background in music and in frequencies so we need to understand these a whole lot better and you two are going to be a great dynamic duo to help us step into that so i just i love the fact that that this is going on so what are some things that you would share with people that that should help them understand the importance of you know what we're going to get out of this conference
2: well i think for for my part um I have another business called the Milestone Detox, and I run residential uh, juice and raw food detox retreats, and um, I work with the ultra wealthy a lot, and it's very interesting working with um, exclusive, shall we say, people, because they completely operate on instinct and frequency.
1: Mm, interesting. So, yeah.
2: so if you if you do any reading on entrepreneurs and and everything, they will always talk about how they completely operate on their gut. Their gut instinct for them is everything, and it will always be their first gut instinct. So, what I've seen is I've seen someone walk in the front door, and they will literally scan the frequency, my frequency, and of my team. And what they're scanning for is, can I trust you?
1: Hmm.
2: That's number one.
1: Yeah.
2: Are you out to rip me off? Are you out to take advantage of me? Now, I'm not saying that there aren't a lot of gullible ultra wealthy people. There are, but in my experience, um, say professional people or, or um, exceptionally gifted people who are leaders in their field. They, um, they have an instant scanner and it's probably subconscious. And they probably call it their gut. But you see, what happens is that when people are abused, when people are um, experience grief, loss or, or trauma, that can seriously skew their instinct. So what happens is that people get wired for, to to magnetize the wrong thing, rather than to be wired and magnetize the correct thing. And so what Libusters is in the business of doing in partnership with the Holy Spirit, is understanding where those um, skews got set in place, either in the person's own life or generationally, so that they can literally be rewired and put back on track of their destiny. And this is um, a part of my story which I I will be telling in the sense that I had quite a troubled childhood and my instincts were skewed. And the Holy Spirit told me last, last night for the first time that I was to tell the love story between Jonathan and I and I have never told the love story between Jonathan and I but in fact, it's all about frequency, and it's all about the miracle of how God, at any moment and of any time, can hijack and completely change things in a, in a way and He can change a course of destiny just like that. So say I was say I was programmed to go this way, but the Holy Spirit came along and put me this way. But actually, over time, I needed to come back to center. And so it's really um, a beautiful convergence with John's work, because what's happening is that as people listen to different pitch and frequencies, if they are a little bit out of tune, it's pulling them up and bringing them into tune. And what Liebusters is doing in partnership with the Holy Spirit is doing that for, for the soul because it's healing the soul but also for the spirit as the spirit gets cleansed of you know demonic attachments and ancient contracts yeah so we yeah. we're seeing um, <laughs> people change in their 60s yeah who never gave up their faith that God was going to help them one day but you know it's a long time to wait. So, yeah. you know, the word is, don't wait till you're in your sixties, step up to the plate now. And it's, it makes me so happy. I lie busted a lady yesterday who was in her twenties and it just, it's like, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: I love it, seeing our children go through, cause they've been going, our, you know, our own children have, you know, been lie busted by you guys. And just, it's like, man, if only we knew of these things 20, 30 years ago, it would have been awesome, but Adina, go ahead.
4: I know. Well, I was just going to say, you know, I believe we are in a a time period of acceleration. Totally. And redeeming the time that's been stolen and lost from us because of our programming or because of, you know, different things where we've been pulled in the wrong direction. And so it's, it's that thing where God's bringing us back to that alignment.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And also, there's an integration going on. So that there's, um, let's say all of the different therapies are coming into oneness. Mm -hmm. So the frequency of essential oils,
4: Mm -hmm.
2: the -hmm. frequency of pitches, music, Mm -hmm. the frequency of color, the frequency of personality, it's all coming together as one.
1: Yeah. So good, John. What's what are you thinking? Well,
3: you know, um, frequencies are uh, just an amazing addition to what God's been doing. I think over the past fifteen years, I remember it seemed as though David Vancouvering was the one that began introducing this maybe around 2006, to the body of Christ, talking about frequencies, and uh, talking about the periodic table of elements frequencies. Hmm. Um, There are some people, and I have to put it this way, I think you'll catch my drift, that believe that being exposed to these periodic table of elements frequencies helps to bring an aligning um, I'll just give you one example, a gentleman from the UK named Aide Thackeray, Helena, I don't know if you know Aide Thackeray, you just might. He, uh, he was on Tramadol for 10 years, he was on short acting morphine. He was walking with a walking stick and had a trapped nerve in his back. And he was in a lot of pain. And he began listening to uh it was a couple of my albums, actually. And within a couple of days, the pain, he said the pain went, you can find the the video testimony on my YouTube channel. And uh, he got off of 10 years of tramadol and was being weaned off of short acne morphine. Now the re... The, okay, that story goes into alignment with what I began sharing. How can you explain somebody's trapped nerve becoming untrapped And getting off of 10 years of Tremadol unless a subatomic restructuring, realigning happened in his body. And it happened while he was listening to this frequency music, which to me was totally fascinating. Another friend, she was in a soaking meeting with one of these CDs playing. She, She was having some really bad back pain. And she described, as she was listening to the different tracks, she said, I felt with one, like zero point energy, like I was floating. Another one, she felt like a tingling. Another, uh, vibrating. Another, two, I think she said, of the tracks, she said she felt like a wall of fire was behind her back, and she turned around to see if anybody was laying hands on her. Now, I was in the room while all this was happening, but I did not know it was happening. So God was obviously involved in this and I'll be the first one to tell you that Jesus, because of the shed blood of Jesus Christ and his work on the cross, he is the author of our healing. I also know that he has different ways of getting it to us. And these, he's using these frequencies to bring an aligning and a releasing in ways that I'm, uh, I, I've been astounded at. So you asked me what I was thinking? Well, <laughs> that's just one of the things that, that comes to my mind. Um, I'm just so looking forward. You know, we hear about people saying, uh, you know, they'll say uh, the frequency of heaven or frequencies of heaven. Well, you know, when you think about heaven, There's an untold myriad of frequencies in heaven. Mm -hmm. And he is downloading those to us. He downloaded five of them to me last year. And I recorded with them. That's what I do. And um, he told me what would happen with these frequencies. And one was um, new neural pathways being released or something, something to that effect. I'm sorry, I don't have my notes in front of me. But he assured me because I was wondering, you know, when you've never recorded with certain frequencies before, are these going to be safe for people? And he assured me that they would be, but he has a lot more downloads to give to us. And he has, you know, the ultimate is to stand in faith like John G. Lake did and had the bubonic plague saliva placed in his hand and the bubonic plague Died on contact with his skin. Yeah. That's the ultimate. That's what we need to reach for. That, there um, are some people that are not there yet. In fact, a lot of people are not there yet. And they yeah. need yeah. help from different things. Yeah, yeah. So, the Lord has <laughs> raised some of us up to provide those different things.
2: That's a good and way of putting it.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes, and, it is. You know, and when I think about, you know, God is light, and Einstein said E equals MC squared, or he didn't say it, but he brought up the, you know, he, he, he brought out that uh, piece, piece of uh, uh, that equation and basically showing that everything that has any mass to it has a frequency, has energy, has a frequency, and that all of creation is in Christ, it's in God, so that everything in the heavens, everything in all creation has a frequency. It seems like it would be pretty yes. important for us to understand what those frequencies yes. are and what they do to us, because they do do something to us. And I even was thinking, you know, so, so Elaine, I don't know if you've ever um, thought about, talked about, what's the frequency of a lie? Or is it just, you know, is it, is it the gamut of all kinds of different frequencies? And I know you may not necessarily even be able to answer that, but it's just, for me, a thought provoking question. What's, a, what's the frequency of a lie? And what's the frequency of truth? These are obviously frequencies that maybe are off the chart to where we can't see them or don't quite understand them. But I would tend to believe that they're absolutely there because when somebody tells you a lie or someone tells you the truth, you know, there's a lot of people that are so sensitive that they can sense it. You know, There's other cues as well, but I believe there's a frequency that comes out with that as well.
2: Yeah. Well, yes, I, um, I have a lot to say about that. But I want to recommend on YouTube right now, there's a very, very good film called Resonance, Beings of Frequency. So it's a free full length film. It's called Resonance, Beings of Frequency. And it is beautiful. And it is rock solid logic. So it builds a very, very, very strong case. But what it's talking about is what has happened over the last 25 years with the increase of a million times worth of frequencies being pumped into our atmosphere and the effect that that's having on the birds, the bees, the butterflies, but upon us. And they do something that's really, really cool, where they try to um, uh, make a picture of what these frequencies look like. So if we could see what all of these waves looked like what it what it would appear and it's like a it's literally an electro smog and the thing about god is that his fingerprint is always a design that includes um symmetry it can be a simple design it can be a a seemingly random design, but as you dig deep, there is always this beautiful pattern of symmetry. And a, a great place to, to see sound is with the scientist John Stuart Reed, who has this machine called the sinuscope, And, and he is able to take any pitch, and, and he puts that pitch into a cuvette holding water and then the cuvette of water, um, the, the water will take the shape of the sound, and then he's got a camera over it, which he'll film or take a photo of. And he's really after the work of Emoto, and Emoto, you know, was able to show us photographs of the water crystals, and anything toxic, anything negative, doesn't have a symmetrical picture. It doesn't have a structure even. It's just bleh. it's just mess. It's just a lot of darkness and not a lot of light. So Holy Spirit showed me, probably three weeks ago, Gil, is what is the frequency of a light? What is the frequency of darkness? And basically, it is, um, it is a wavelength. That is not symmetrical, mm. because every wavelength has a pattern. Every it has a height and a depth, and that's mm-hmm. the amplitude, right? And it has a speed at which it moves, and and I would think that a lie a lie pattern wave would be chaos.
1: Mm. That is and interesting. It,
2: you know, and it's it's really interesting because in this film I've just mentioned on YouTube entitled Resonance Resonance Beings of Frequency. They actually show this because of the impact that all of this microwave and EMF smog is having on the um, human body. Wow! And so you'll you'll really enjoy watching the film. It's free. It's full length. Definitely, it's a British film. I think it's it's pretty new. I was really encouraged to see that they had a, um, a British um, accident and emergency doctor speaking who, who has ed- educated herself as to how to identify the symptoms of it. So it's like, how do you know what a pitch is? How do you know the root of a tree? You know it by its fruit. So it's like, what is the fruit of the sound of toxic waves? Yeah. And what what I thought was really wonderful is that it pointed out that it's not that all of this microwave that the microwaves that are pumping out of mobile phone cell towers it's not that they're causing cancer it's in fact that they're disrupting our own body's ability to create melatonin in our in our pineal gland and in fact it's the melatonin that the most powerful protective chemical in our body. So what's actually happening is our own godly defense is being disabled by these toxic waves. So that you is see so in,
1: interesting. Go go ahead if you got more.
2: Okay, so so in homeopathy, the the science of homeopathy is that you take the frequency of the thing and it leaves its imprint or frequency in the water. So there's no substance of the thing left. It's just the frequency in the water, and the water is the carrier, the frequency, and, the del- and, and is the delivery mechanism. So one of the things that we say in Liebusters a lot is that if you want to know what your assignment is in life, take a look at your counter assignment because very yeah. often yeah. the measure of the counter assignment will show you or indicate what the true assignment mm-hmm. is so if if someone for example feels that they um always have they always have a, a hand over their mouth they don't feel free to talk they don't feel like they have a voice you know and and they've str- they've felt that their whole life they don't have a voice well, chances are, the destiny of the Father is for them to speak and have a voice and have an authoritative and powerful voice, right?
4: Mm-hmm.
2: So it's the same thing with the frequencies, is that how do, we, how, do we, how do we cancel out, how do we eliminate toxic frequencies? Well, you eliminate them by sending the same frequency back. And then you have a total implosion of the wave. Hmm. So if, let's say, you know, if you have a, a wave of five Hertz coming along and you send a five Hertz back into it, they, they, they enter into this wave, which explodes it. So that's why, you know, when the Romans were tromping across a bridge, they always broke step so that they wouldn't enter into resonant frequency with the bridge. Yes, and you know, and so, so, and you know, the fat lady singing the pitch of the wine glass. So you see, this is what's so exciting about the work that John's doing is that, say, somebody's pitch, say their their personal kind of pitch, say it's it's two five, but the enemy came along, and they're on two, three, and John plays his two five frequency. And all of a sudden, everything wakes up within the being and says, no, I'm meant to be 2-5. Come on. Pull it up. Tune it. Tune the radio station. So it's the difference between that kind of fuzzy signal to being clear, crisp, sharp, sharp sound.
0: Hey there. Thank you for joining Kingdom Talks. We are taking a short break to share with you the life-changing online course called Ultimate Impact. Gil and Adina do an amazing job taking the complicated and making it simple and applicable for your life. Ecclesia groups are using this course to shift their thinking into the next-age paradigm. Yeshua spoke of power, authority, love, and oneness that we have yet to walk in. So if you're ready to deconstruct limiting beliefs in order to step into what Father is doing now, this course is for you. Sign up today at KingdomTalksMedia.com under the Courses tab. Now, back to the show.
1: That's so good, and I, I it's it's brought up a lot of questions, but one of the things that I, I recently discovered is, you know, in Sacramento I had my man cave, which was my studio. No windows. It was all dark in there, and I, and I was drawn to it. I was drawn to it, you know, just to go hang out in there. And never really put two and two together and so we come here to Colorado Springs and I've been kind of struggling you know to get back into the the swing get back into my 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 frequency and um, and we'd built a studio here but it's got this big wall of windows i mean two stories two story high it's a vaulted ceiling here and so all these windows and um it, and so we didn't think anything about it but i kept getting sunlight in during the shows and they would hit me and i couldn't get out of the sunlight so we finally put black plastic over the windows just blotted out all the sunlight and i'm you know light is good we're not saying light is not good but what that did is it created a dark space for me again and immediately i was drawn to it and so i started having my quiet time and my meditation time here and i've just right back into the connection. And I'm like, what in the world is with that? And then I go and I study it out a little bit to find out that the pineal gland, melatonin, is responds to that darkness and begins to produce and open up. And so that's that was so revela- you know revelatory for me just to come into that place of like, I need my dark space in order to connect with the light. <laughs> and it's a frequency that I am not able to get to when I have all this other stuff, which, you know, to me is kind of sad on my part that I have to have that environment for me to connect that well, but I, I go pretty deep and I like to go deep, but I struggle to find that time and place to enter in and connect unless I have that quiet place. So, you know, because this being in the darkness creates the frequency that I need to combat the rest of the, the frequencies that are around me. So anyway, I just I just found that very interesting and and you know, like I said, I just put that two and two together just like a, a week ago.
2: Yeah, and you're an individual. Each person's each person's unique, Gil. So, you know,
1: yeah. Yeah. that's you. Embrace
2: yeah. you and you're you're blessed to have figured that out about yourself.
1: Yeah. So John, then I had a question for you because you know, we you can yes. go to Google and you can um uh you can Google frequency charts and you can see all these different colors and the different frequencies, you know. 528 and 432 and, you know, know, all these different frequencies and what they mean and what they're supposed to unlock and what they're supposed to do. My question is, and, you know, and if you anyway, my question is, how do we know that to be true?
3: That's a good question, Gil. Uh, You know, regarding the frequencies of colors, we we just have to trust that, you know, uh, the, the numbers that we see are correct. One way is to cross-reference one website after another, after another, except for one thing, the solfeggio frequencies. There is uh, almost everything you read about the solfeggio frequencies on the internet is either false uh, or completely ludicrous, most I say. Now, if you go to Dell Hungerford's website and there is another, she will uh, explain in detail, well, she will re- explain what I'm trying to explain. There are no ancient solfeggio frequencies. That's part of the farce. Uh, they appear to be a part of the uh, Rodin uh, number family uh, or family of numbers. But anyway, without going into all of that negative information, <laughs> what I should say is this. We do have to be researchers and studiers and never accept anything about this for face value from anybody. Now, I'm not saying that of Helena or I, because we have done our our homework and our research. Those of us that have done that, you can trust what we're saying, but I encourage you to still study it out on your own. Yeah. Uh, but there is a lot of information out there that, you know, it looks good, but it needs to be cross-referenced and and just researched to the nth degree just to make sure it's accurate. You know, what you're saying, you know, I've seen frequencies of essential oils, I've seen frequencies of colors. And what you're asking is, how can we know that these are the real deal? Uh, and As I said at the beginning, we just have to trust
1: that That people have done their research that
3: that have have provided this information are correct. However, at the same time, we need to research and do a cross-referencing of, you know, one resource after another, after another, and try to get the most accurate, the most, uh, you know, the people that are most uh, respected for these kinds of things. Yeah, and and that know the most about these kinds of things. Now I have, you know, I have read that uh, I believe it's the color indigo blue. Is uh, what is it forty octaves above A, four forty? Hmm. Um, you know that sounds interesting. Yeah, and and that could be true. It could be true. Uh, but I'm the type of a guy that I I really need to see some indisputable, irrefutable proof before I'm going to begin teaching that in a conference. So I hope that answered your question. Well, and, and that and doesn't this ring
2: true to me at all because that puts it into the inharmonic range, which is audible. so why would something have a barely audible correlation if it's visible? Because I would assume the correlation would be barely visible with barely audible. So that's just not good logic to me, but I don't know, you know. Anyway, that's my knee jerk. <laughs>
1: well, so I guess uh, I was going to come to the question. And <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> you have, um, you know, you have, uh, several albums out and the, the last one is, uh, frequencies of abundance. Now, is that just a title or is that, are these frequencies that are meant to unlock abundance and how did you come to that conclusion that these were frequencies to unlock abundance? Okay. And again, um, not trying I to have... put you on the spot. I'm just curious. I'm, oh no.
3: No, I have a very clear explanation for that, thankfully. <laughs> uh, this is my second CD of Frequencies of Abundance. The second CD is called Frequencies of Abundance 2, Deep Resonance. I, you know, I go by inspiration, um, you know, what Helena was explaining about the ultra wealthy going by instinct, you know, I, I just, you know, whatever God gives me an, an inspiration of the moment of the second, uh, I, I love to go with that and just fly with that. And, and I believe that's the way God wants us to be. It's just like, you know, we're just, we're just flying with Him. And yeah. uh, he, he gives us things instantly. But anyway, back to your question. What I learned from David Vancouvering and what you can learn, this is, this is uh, common knowledge, uh, I will say in, in the area of uh, probably chemistry. And that is that there are 11 abundant elements that make up 99.45% of our body. So that's why these two CDs are called frequencies of abundance. Each track is recorded with one of these 11 abundant elements. Therefore, there are 11 tracks on each of these CDs. And so when a person exposes themselves to these 11 abundant elements, they're exposing themselves in frequency form in the audible here, the human audible hearing spectrum to the 11 abundant elements in the human body. Like hmm. I said, in frequency form in the audible spectrum, which means they were mathematically transposed out of their original state, which we cannot hear by a man who used Planck's constant, and he used complex mathematics to do this, and he brought his findings before at least two physicists to have them checked for accuracy, which to me was very important. And then when I'm getting testimonies of physical healings, I believe
1: yeah. that they're accurate. But yeah. I hope I answered your question. Yeah, and and you know, the thing is too, um, you know the human body is so complex and i don't know how or when we'll ever figure it all out if or if we, you know if we ever will figure out the complexity of the human body because you know one person can be given drugs that affect them in one way and yet affect somebody else differently and and so we have all these things and yet the placebo effect in and of itself is one of the most powerful effects that we have on the human body and and you know so to me a lot of the stuff that we're engaging with has a lot more to do with faith and what we believe than necessarily, you know, is this drug gonna actually fix me? You know, there's some people that'll take a drug and and they do great on it, but then there's other people that'll take it and it it won't. And you you know, they've done so many placebo tests with drugs that they know that placebos work to some degree. So anyway, it's just, I think we need to just understand that our faith in what we believe is a powerful element in how we live our lives, period. And that that frequency of faith would be an interesting one to engage with. And, um, you know, Dean and I, and it, you know, and I, I don't know, probably several of our listeners, many of the listeners have engaged with, you know, the being of faith when we step into the heavenly realm, that there, you know, is a being of faith. And uh, we'll have to ask what its frequency is. I wonder how that would all work out. That would, It would be interesting because I'm a believer absolute believer myself in the frequencies and the power that they have to affect our lives so
2: well I guess the first question I have for you is what color was the being
1: you know that's funny it's interesting because I could guarantee you that some people are going to see the color differently than what I would see because I see white basically a white you know a white a bean of white light so that's you know, from what we understand, if we look at the seven spirits and the combining of those and then, you know, that you get white light. So that's, that's what I see is white light. What do you see, Adina? Uh,
4: Well, I'm more of a perceiver, so I just know they're there.
1: (laughs) So we'll have to ask our listeners to pipe in and put some notes in the chat area and let us know what you see when you see the being of faith, if you see the being of faith at all. Doesn't mean that you have to. You
2: know, I want to tell you a story. In 1996, when I was in my second or third year at the Royal Academy of Music, it was quite a, a wonderful experience that there were three of us composers from the Pacific Northwest. And I was just like, wow, this is crazy that you know, we there are three of us here from such a long way away in the world. And it happened to be um, Sir Harrison Birtwistle, who's a very important British composer. I think 60th year or something. And so I went to the principal and I said, Look, I think we should do a tour to the Pacific Northwest because there are three of us. And I just, and we can, you know. So anyway, so we did it. We organized this tour and we did concerts in Seattle and Vancouver. We were on the radio and all kinds of stuff. It was really great. But for that um, tour, I wrote a piece called Puget Sound. And, you know, in Seattle, Seattle is on a body of water, which is called Puget Sound. And so it was like, well, what is the sound of Puget? Like, what is the Puget Sound in 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 audio? And so what I did is I got my little pouch of colored pencils and um, and I think, I can't quite remember because it's been so long, but the, the piece was in maybe four or five movements. And I just decided that I wanted each movement to have the feeling of a certain, of the certain combinations of colors. So what I did with the score, is that I, I used my pencil to define the colors and then I created my own chords, which to me sounded like those, um, those colors. And then I composed the whole piece out of that vocabulary. (laughs) And it was really, really interesting. Is it was really, it's a really, it was a really atmospheric piece and bringing it home to my homeland. It was so interesting for me to watch the impact that it had on the people of the land from which it had been inspired, even though I wrote it in the UK and people really resonated with it. So I, I really understood that they really got the atmosphere that I was creating of my homeland in sound. So when I got back to the UK, I'll never forget, there is, we had a, like a master class with a, a very, very famous um, British um, composer. And he, he did a lot of jazz, but he did a lot of classical as well. And so I remember playing in this workshop, we played him the performance of the piece. And he's just like he was just holding it, and he's like, "I don't know what to make of this, because it's obviously a piece of music, but like I have no I have no frame of reference for this. I can't comment on this." And it was so interesting to me, because, like, you know, he was very different to me in every possible way. And that piece of music had zero resonance with him. Yeah. But yet, you know. it had so much resonance with the people, with the performers, because the performers love to play it, yeah. and with the people that, of the land. Wow. So I think that there is a real problem in the world today with mass migration. Mm. Because people are losing their connection to their land, and every land has a frequency and yes, everyone yeah. knows the frequency of their land and when when they're in that place they feel good and secure so you know there's a lot of this recorded in history with the native american indians when they were herded onto reservations and they lost their land they no longer felt safe because they had lost the boundaries of what God had given them of their domain and their realm. So I really feel like um, each of us has a domain on earth, and in that domain, there is a realm. And we could all probably grab a box of crayons and say, if you, you were to you know, put the colors down of your realm and your domain, people would make choices. And what I used to do when I was teaching pianos, I would, for the first weeks and weeks, I would have people literally just putting their hands on the keyboard in every kind of possible combination to feel themselves in sound and find themselves in
1: sound. That is so, so that good. I was
2: teaching them that music is not about learning how to read what somebody else has written. Music is actually about releasing, finding your sound, and having some sort of vocabulary that you can then release that.
1: When you were talking about that you made up your own chords according to the colors, I immediately just saw this kind of new form of art and music to where people... So, I mean, after you've done that, you know, I was just thinking, have you then looked at paintings and, and then had, had this connection to where you're, you're drawn to the painting because of the colors in it and that you can then see the music and the colors through the chords that you created from the colors uh be interesting if you made music according to other paintings that you saw and how that would work
2: (laughs) well there is a thing called synesthesia so there are people who when they hear sound they see color yeah
1: yeah that's true yeah yeah
4: but that's that's a thing
1: it's interesting
4: um i just would like to just address something kind of going back to what john talked about about john g lake and the bubonic plague is that we're having this conference in the middle of um, the coronavirus type of stuff going on. And, and if you're listening to this months later, let probably have a totally different perspective on it. But we know that for some people, um, you know, there's there's some fear surrounding being together in a group or traveling in an airplane or whatever. And so we just want to talk maybe just briefly about why it's important to come to this conference because we're believing these frequencies are for the healing not just of us but you know of our nation and of our world at this time
1: and you know we've we've talked about this adina and i have talked about it because we've got a couple different conferences that are coming up uh actually four i think Is it three or four three or four in the next couple months and, and, you know, people are calling and canceling because of the coronavirus and, you know, no condemnation and no judgment whatsoever. Um, I would just want to add that, uh, you know, almost, um, I'd almost say that if, you know, this may go completely contrary to what, you know, we're trying to get people to come out to the conference, but at the same time, if you have a fear, that fear is going, it's a frequency and it's just going to open up the door. So what I would encourage everyone to do is go to the Father and begin to engage with the Father to eliminate the fear because perfect love casts out all fear. And I do believe that when we're walking in higher levels of love, that the frequency that we put off makes it very difficult for any cancer, disease, sickness, whatever it might be. I think it, that's my belief system, that it makes it very difficult for these things to uh, attach themselves to us. we we'll be exposed to them. Very likely, you know, a lot of us. And, you know, who knows how many people have been exposed to the coronavirus or any other virus and never get it just because their frequency, they're in a different place. They're, you know, you could, and it's part, partly DNA, but I believe that the frequency has a lot more to do with it because I know people who've had great DNA. You know, you look at their lineage and it's like, man, you got some good genes, and yet they're a mess <laughs> because of their belief system. So, Anyway we, we need to step up in our faith, and just for those who are you know comfortable stepping into that place of faith, I believe we can we can walk the earth and not be worried about the things that are going on around us. Do you need to take precautions? absolutely sure but um, but I, I love that John when you when you talk about that they could put that plague in his hand and it would simply dissolve and die in in his presence because of the frequency um, you know there might have been other things going on too but it's powerful
4: and then there's a frequency to dismantle the coronavirus and we want yes. to be uh, living that walking it out um in our world yeah so, i mean one of
2: those frequencies is called oil of oregano mm-hmm.
4: it's you know, it's very powerfully antiviral mm-hmm. yeah
2: yeah
4: and that's what i i love the multi-dimensions of god is that you know there's the oils yeah. Um, I think we were talking to you, uh, a little while back, John, about the, that you believe there's a frequency, a sound frequency to deal with the coronavirus. And, and, you know, uh, we were in an encounter today with a group of people and we were seeing spiritually, um, how to build the antidote um, to, to the coronavirus. And so there's all of these different things that is as, as maturing sons of God, we get to explore. And it's. It's amazing and exciting.
1: and I, I want to add to that real quick, Adina. I wasn't in the encounter that you guys had, but the thing is i've I've read books, history books, where they were um, groups were assigned or at least volunteered to step into the spiritual realm, the, you know, go into the heavens, to find answers to things that people didn't have answers to. And the results were phenomenal in what they were able to find yes. answers to in the spiritual realm that scientists weren't able to find yet. Uh, One of the books is called, I can't remember the author, but it's called uh, The Physics of God, and just goes into these different groups, especially back in the 20s and 30s that they were experimenting with this. And it's like, now we're doing the same thing now, and we're getting answers to things, and even though it may not have a physical correlation just yet, the fact, and we've seen this over and over, when we step into the heavens, we deal deal with things in the spiritual realm first, Nine times out of 10, they will take care of themselves in the physical realm. So the fact that you saw that, I think, is very encouraging. And, and I'm sure there's other groups around the world that are encountering the you know very similar things. So it's coming. You know, We just need to walk in love, let it cast out the fear, and be patient. It's coming. Uh, so have either of you, Elena or John, I think, you, John, you were talking about it. I don't remember if you said you had heard about people who feel like they've got the frequency for that coronavirus or... Or where's that at?
3: Earlier in the uh, broadcast, I was sharing about someone who has been using voice samples to determine in great depth uh, deficiencies and just different things in in a person's body, in their glands, in their organs. Uh, If you're interested, it's soundhealthportal.com. They will take your voice sample and they will send you a report. And the report is quite impressive. Uh, if you're interested in going further with them, you can, you can make contact after that, but soundhealthportal.com. The lady's name is Shari, S-H-A-R-R-Y Edwards. I believe it's Shari Edwards. And this lady has been doing uh Voice sampling and she's she's even teaching people how to do this, how to use the software so that they can set up their own business, helping people by taking voice samples and providing them with a readout of, uh, you know, what's going on. And uh, excuse me, I hope that didn't show up on the screen. I just got a phone call and they quickly hung up. That's okay. Um, no worries. That's one of the things about having to keep your your uh, Wi-Fi or data on during, <laughs> a, during a phone broadcast. <laughs>
1: no worries.
3: <laughs> so, this lady, Shari Edwards, has been diligently researching how to combat the coronavirus. So, she has a video on YouTube. Um, You might find it under Sound Health. Uh, That might be the name of her channel. Sorry, I can't be sure about the name of it at the moment. But she is interviewing with two people. One is a composer that she's been working with. And she has a very definitive way of describing how to use these frequencies when recording them with music to be effective. But she has come up with some frequencies. She has given them publicly. I've been in touch with her. She gave me permission. She gave me the go-ahead to record with these frequencies. I will not have time to do this before I leave in April because that's five weeks from now and I have a lot to do. (laughs) You know, I'd like to have something prepared, but I know in my heart that is not going to happen. But anyway, who knows, maybe by the time I get back, it won't be even necessary. Yep in any yeah, case
4: that's
2: done it is sound health on youtube
3: sound health on youtube okay. good thank you helena yes great that way our our our, our audio excuse me our audience <laughs> will be able to find it
4: yes so yes.
3: Uh, shari as you will hear will give uh, several frequencies and uh, she sent me an email with a list of even more and she describes, okay, now you use this frequency on the left channel. You use this one on the right channel. But you have to use the lowest ones on the right channel. It's Like I said, it's a very uh, clearly defined way of using these. And I, wow. I will probably speak with her before I engage in recording with these because I, I want to be absolutely sure to do it exactly the way she
1: knows it should be done. And um, my understanding, and we only have about a minute left, but my understanding is that she is not a Christian. Is that correct? She's not a Christian. Which to Um, me, again, is another thing that God will pour out into whoever's willing to listen in order to get his message out. And so, yeah, just another person that. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. She has a heart to help
3: people. She really does. Genuine Mm -hmm. heart to help people. And um, which I really appreciate. She's a very nice lady. And, uh, you know, like I've said, you know, God can use any unbeliever to speak to us at any given point in any day so accurately. They don't even know what they're doing.
1: Right. Right. <laughs> it's yeah. amazing. So, uh, Very good. Yeah. Well, do each of you have a few more minutes to do some behind the scenes? I'm fine. Yes. OK, well, I'm going to wrap this section up and then we'll go ahead and uh, go to. Uh, to our behind the scenes section. Adina, did you have anything else you wanted to say? Yeah, I
4: just wanted to say in the behind the scenes, I would love, Elena, for you to share a little bit um, about the gold. Last time we talked about some revelation God has given you that I believe you're planning to share at the conference, um, but you might share a little bit um, with our behind the scenes group. That'd be awesome.
1: All right. So John and Elena, thank you so, so much for being on here. Honor you, bless you, love the work that God has given to you. Thank you for being on here. Appreciate you a lot. And uh, to our viewers, we just say thank you and keep spreading the word. Share this if you think somebody could be impacted by it. We talked a little bit about the conference. You may be watching this months later. The conference has gone by, but the information is still valid. And in fact, if you want to get the conference, you can probably go to our website, kingdomtalksmedia.com, and you can get that uh the the video of the conference from there so encourage you to do that and if you want to get the behind the scenes where we're going to go right now then also go to kingdomtalksmedia.com and go to the the big easy buttons and click on the kt communities and you can go in there and it will there'll be a section there called behind the scenes that you can be Uh, actually yeah they have to sign up yeah you have to sign up for the communities and that's free which we encourage everyone to do it's a great uh, great community that we're building there where people can actually connect with one another all around the world. And uh, actually the other button that would be easier to click on is the partnership button. So either one of those will get you there. And uh, that's a, a blessing to finally have the website up and running. So, all right. Well, thank you again to everyone. We're going to go behind the scenes and we'll talk to all of you later. Blessings. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you for taking time out to listen to Kingdom Talks. You can find out more about Kingdom Talks Media and our mission to unite in faith and grow as mature sons at KingdomTalksMedia.com. Please continue to like, subscribe, and share with your friends. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube, Spreaker, Spotify, iTunes, Fringe Radio Network, and many more places go to our website to find links to all of our media outlets as well as fantastic online courses and conferences including the life-changing interactive course Ultimate Impact and last but not least we ask that you consider partnering with us to fulfill the mission to get these messages to the world to become a partner go to the partnership tab on our website thank you and until next time live a blessed life Keep carrying us in your heart and sharing us
3: wherever hearts are open.